Yo, podcast. What a fun conversation this is that I have with Natalie Windelfeld. Natalie is someone that I worked with in corporate years ago. Her and I caught up. This is a little bit dated, but it's not. You won't be able to tell that it's dated. There's nothing in here that uh, contextually would tell you that it's dated, but it was. this conversation was from spring, summer 2021. So, um, you know, I think the only thing that you can find out that that points out this is dated as I may have referenced that I was only a couple years out of corporate, whereas now it's it's been a handful of years and that I was working with uh, Ryan Stark at Emco Advisors at the time of this recording. So that's obviously changed as well. But other than that, I mean, this is an awesome conversation. Natalie's an author. She's a freelance writer. She left corporate. This is an honest conversation about finding your authentic self, self-development. Um, she, you know, she talks a little bit about her spiritual journey in here. Um, you know, it's, it's encouraging for folks that, you know, that are in a corporate or secure job that, that are not sure about taking that leap, but it's in them. They've got that itch and they want to do it, but, but they're just not sure, you know, this is an honest conversation about just how fucking hard it is and the, and the things you've got to think about going into it and some of the mistakes that Natalie made and and that I've made and, and just that we think about. So fun conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, continue to stick around for the podcast. I, I love bringing this, this stuff to you guys. So cheers. Have a great day. Enjoy. Long, long, like I know. seven years long. Yeah. I think you left before I did. Didn't no, you? We're dropping, we're dropping names already. I gotta yeah. edit this oh, now. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Yikes. That's great. Um, all right. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm good. Good. Um, I've been meaning to do this with you for a while. Oh, I, that makes me so happy. <laughs> I wanted yeah, I wanted to do it like literally I had Kelly on like a year yeah, like COVID a long time ago. And yeah. I was like, shit, I gotta talk to Natalie. And then like COVID hit and it got crazy and I just wasn't on my game but now we're yeah, here threw us all off man threw yeah. us all off so i want we'll get into a bunch of shit okay. and nothing's off limits whatever all right names are off limits okay no right. names we're not, we're not gonna name names um okay. but if you don't mind just for people who watch and listen do you mind giving me and and then natalie a little bit of a background of kind of who you are what you're about you know just what you have going on. Nothing crazy, nothing too deep. We'll get into that, but just a yeah. high level. Yeah. So <laughs> where do I start? So I guess primarily I I am a writer now. Um, I wrote and self-published my first book in February around uh, my spiritual awakening experience and my life journey uh, over the last several years. Uh, which included me leaving my corporate job, my corporate, my whole entire career, really. I pretty much was just like, I can't do this anymore. And um, I left to kind of pursue what wound up being its own journey, um, you know, different kinds of entrepreneurial stuff, um, coaching. Oh my gosh, I was like trying out so many niches and like nothing was working. So I wound up working and I still work for my dad part time. Um, he owns a machine shop in Northeast Philly. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like the wild west sometimes. Um, so I pretty much, you know, like somebody, I was at a family party and somebody was like, Oh, what's your title there? Like, that just depends on who I'm talking to. I mean, like I, I answer his phones. I do his books. I do like business development. I do like everything. So, um, I'm there right now. Uh, and I recently just fell completely backwards into freelance writing. So I'm doing that now. 
Um, other than that, I just, I live downtown in Philly. I live in the brewery town section um, with my husband and my crazy dog. Um, and yeah, I just, um, I'm super creative. I do a ton of creative writing, mostly on social media. Just, I kind of have just been like going all out with that. Um, really, I've been, I've been feeling braver <laughs> lately. Um, just kind of just dumping my thoughts into like poetry and just, you know, just having fun. Would you say that's one of your like, like writing? Is that is that kind of something that's going to carry you for a while? You think like yeah, in- yeah, I think so. Um, and I kind of like I feel like I always was a writer. Like even when I was younger, it's just it's just what I always loved to do, uh, and it kind of got you know conditioned out of me. Like you know, boomer parents are like, you can't do anything creative. You're not gonna you're not gonna survive. Like blah blah blah. Uh, so I just, I got the nudge to write my book and it just came so easy to me. Um, I mean, it was something I wanted to do for so long. And when I finally sat down to do it, it just, I finished it in like a couple of months, um, like a 200 page book. (laughs) So it was just like nuts. Um, so then from there, I'm like, well, what else can I do with this? And so, yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like I kind of finally got the ball rolling and I'm like finding all of these different ways to make money doing it so i love it Um, yeah your personality and like your aura is just you're just a happy person you're just a fun (laughs) person to be around so like thanks and and i only know you from twenty thousand feet right like i don't we don't really know each other i just kind of you know we cross paths for a few years i know so um we'll get into the book thing how long has it been since you left corporate um so it was October of 2018. Right. I left. So it's yeah. been a little while. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on is not only because I like you, I like your story, I like what you're about. You're fun to talk. You're, I can just tell the energy's there. Is I was sitting back and I was like, who the fuck can I talk to that's been in corporate that gets it? Yeah. Man. And I was like, there's not many. Like my list is short. And I was like, Natalie definitely gets it. Yeah. So what made you, like, I don't want to jump all the history here, but like, when did that seed start to, that fire start to work itself out? You know, it's, it's actually funny because like I go, I rehash it in my head all the time. I mean, honestly, like shortly after I started my first like real corporate job, um, I mean, it was your typical, like, big office job with, like, a gazillion teams, a cog in the wheel. I mean, I was, like, 22. And I remember just being, like, this is, you know, like, this is what, this is the allure, you know? I mean, I remember. Here we are. Yeah, I'm just, like, what? I, like, the highlight of my day is, like, walking to lunch. I mean, I can't even, you know, it just, it got, and then. Luckily, I was working on a, a big team. I was, um, it was like recruitment coordination. So I literally, all I did was like memorize time zones. It was a global company. And all I did was just um, schedule interviews. And I was on a team of like 12 other people that also did it. And, you know, there was like a handful of us that would always joke about it or whatever. And like, I was joking about it then that I hated it. And like, I spent 10 more years in <laughs> yeah. it. So it's like, yeah, um, I mean, I feel like, but then I think like the straw that broke the camel's back, I started to, you know, like climb the ladder 
And, um, you know, I just, I feel like I just kept hanging in there waiting for it to get more interesting and better and like, you know, get treated better. And like every rung I climbed, it was like a different animal. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, just like the straw that broke it was just like, it was like, I was at this event. Um, I wound up, wound up falling into event planning. My last corporate gig was, I, 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 I mean, it's, it's such a long, it's such a long convoluted story. I wrote about it in my book. If anybody, you know, shameless plug. Is this at the place um, that we both know? No, this was after the two of us worked together. Um, this was after I had left there, my job okay. after there. Um, and the person who was doing event planning left. I was in training and development. Um, the company itself wasn't really like, you know, it, it was kind of, it had gotten acquired right after I started. So I was like, great. Um, you know, this is great. I wonder what this means. Uh, and then I found out what it meant. It wasn't that great. Uh, so anyway, they wound up doing like layoffs. I kept like surviving the layoffs. And then you know, because I, I feel like I'm like too nice. Um, they just kept giving me people's like duties that they like canned. And so I wound up event planning, which I never, I never wanted to do it. Uh, but I did get to go see a lot of cool places, but that just burned me out. Um, I re no, like I couldn't please anybody. And it, it, you know, it was just like our clients were tough. Um, you know, I had to like put on the schmooze face, which like, I don't mind doing, I like being around people, but it was so exhausting. And then like, I just, I left one event and the last one I did, I, I was at the dinner and this lady just like comes up to me and it was like this whole thing I had planned at this like steakhouse. And this like lady comes up to me one of these like potential clients and just like complains to me about how, Oh, she thought, Oh, I thought it was going to be a bigger dinner than this. Um, whatever. And I think it just, <laughs> like it all just hit me. I like, I literally went into the bathroom and like sat on the floor and cried. And I was like three drinks in too. So I was just like, you know, it was just like not good. And then I'm like, fuck, I have to go back out there. And I've been crying. And it was just like a total fucking disaster. Um, but like, I knew that I was like, you know what, this is, I can't do this anymore. Like, why am I doing this? You know, I, I just, it just, um, you know, and I had no plan. I really didn't. I mean, I had like, I had some side things going on at the time, but like I was making no like side money or anything. I just, I said to my now husband, I was like this, I can't do this. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone, you know? Um, I just can't, I, I, I'm, I gotta, I gotta go out. So <laughs> I wound up getting approved for a personal loan and I just lived off that. Um, until oh, talk about risky. Yeah. Oh my God. You, uh, we, we could go on about things that you probably shouldn't do. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like, uh, it was, it's been a journey, but like, luckily my dad was like, you can come work for me. Um, I started part-time with him to try to get like a coaching business off the ground. That didn't work. Um, <laughs> just, here's the thing I, though, Nat, that I want to talk about, like, I've been out of corporate for a couple years now too. And I, and it's fucking hard. It is, man. I know. I feel like, don't you feel like it's like rooting against you? It's it just the whole thing works against you. <laughs> so <sighs> I know like, here's the question I like that I struggle with. Like are the people that we left behind looking at us laughing 
or are we the like are we the idiots <laughs> you know what i mean you know like, i know i know it's like such a crisis like existentially in your mind um you know i feel like i feel like they look at us like wow they like made it out um and i really was like i was very self-conscious about it honestly like when i first left because you know like and then when I would like, cause I'm still like really good friends with my coworkers from that job. And, um, you know, at first they would always be like, well, what are you up to? And I felt like I had to like pitch it, you know, I had to have this like elevator pitch, like, Whoa, I'm doing this, this, this. And then like the next time I would see them, I'd be like doing something else. And I'm like, Oh, I look like a fucking asshole. Like I feel like an idiot, you know? And then, um, but I feel like they, I feel like people tend to admire the courage that it takes. And I think, I think like, you know, like who doesn't want to like chase and then find freedom? You know, I just, I feel like I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I don't know. It's a t- it's tough. I, feel I like agree with people- you, but like, what about, I, first of all, I think we can both agree that neither of us give a shit what anyone else thinks about it. Right? No, like, I, like, I don't know. I mean, I could, that's like prereq yeah. one when you like set out to like, just do something like this, you know? For sure. I think the thing that I struggle with and that I wonder if you consider is when we're sitting back at 8.30 tonight and you're looking and like you're evaluating finances and everything, does the can, does the worry of leaving that secure paycheck behind outweigh the freedom that it provides? Um, I really, like now, I, I feel like I can, it took me a while to get here, but like now, no. I mean, I drastically had to cut back. I live on about like half of what I did. And I mean, like I spent pretty recklessly before. I had a lot of hard financial lessons hit me after I, you know, bailed. Um, you know, I had a really nice car I was leasing. I, I downsized there. Um and, you know, at the same time, my husband got let go from his job. So it was just, and then like COVID, it just, we've been through like the financial ringer, but. Did I, you ever consider going back during that time? Yeah. Oh my God. I did. Um, and I just felt, cause like my dad, I mean, like his, the company there is, and then like, there was this whole drama with that. Like he was trying to, um, he was trying to get. A, like he was looking to sell his business and then there's this whole roller coaster where we were going to get acquired by a company and like I could have potentially worked there under them and gotten like doubled my salary but then I would have actually like been back into that corporate thing so <laughs> so you're I using your like, dad's uh, company as a loophole it's kind of yeah, like... <laughs> yeah well but like it was like in it was like it was just like this like thing inside me that was like you're fucking selling out and you know it was like this voice in my head and then it fell through so it definitely wasn't meant to be, but then I did, you know, there were times where I like, you know, every time I would like, I'm like, I can't fucking hack this anymore. Like I, I want to crawl out of my skin. And then, um, you know, I would go on indeed and, and be like, fuck these jobs. Like I used to write job descriptions. I'm like these, like, it just gave me like PTSD. I'm like, I can't fucking do, I can't do this anymore. But then I didn't know at the same time, I didn't know what I was like supposed to really be doing either. So it was like the shittiest limbo I've like, had to I fucking had to sit in this shitty ass limbo for like a long time and it like I mean it tests you man it really tests like it's like this voice it's like do you are you really sure like how bad do you want this like how bad do you want to like keep trying to figure yourself out and figure out like how you're gonna hack this because 
I know. I know people who have like tried and gone back. Um, you know, I've interviewed so many fucking people that, you know, I'm always like, wow, what's this gap? Oh, it was this business that didn't take off. And, you know, I'm like, oh, that's me. You know, I just was like in my head prepping like what I was going to say to somebody when I <laughs> go back in for an interview. So, yeah, <sighs> I mean, I definitely considered it. It just it always felt really bad, though. You know, it's hard. I I, um, I was approached by a company who offered me like I, I flirted with the whole thing. I, I took the interviews. You know, I haven't said I haven't shared this publicly. You know, people around me know, but I haven't shared it like when I put a podcast out. But um, I took the interviews and I went into it with that. I don't give a fuck attitude. And they gobbled it up. Yeah. Because I was like, do. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm just going to tell you what I actually think. And they're like, yeah. oh, my God, it's amazing. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so refreshing. They, they offered me, Natalie, like, a number that I just did not think that anyone would offer me. Mm-hmm. Like, really fucked me up. Yeah. It's the fucking golden handcuffs, man. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like it's a snow white witch apple you know what i mean it's like it, it is i turned it, it down i think about oh, it good for you i think about it daily yeah i bet i but at the same time like when i turned it down i remember the reaction and it was from the team was really negative and that was kind of one of those moments of like this makes sense as to Did why you tell them why like were you like oh like were they yeah. salty about like you being on your own and like no, yeah, it was one of these, like, well, why why did we go through this whole process? And I was like, look, yeah. guys, I, I was up front the whole time. I just, I we got here, and I'm not ready to leave. And, and the reason why is because what we were just talking about is, I think if you go out to do your own thing, and you go back, going the other direction again doesn't ever happen. Yeah, you're too, I know, yeah. Like, I, you can't bounce back and forth in your late thirties that blends itself into the forties. Like, I don't know. Like I wasn't ready to give up on that yet. Yeah, no, I know. I it's, I know I I've like worked with people who have, and I actually have, I had like a close coworker of mine. She's older than me. Like always tell me like, you, you don't know how good corporate America is to you. Like, cause she did that. Like she left, um, with somebody else, she went to go work for somebody else in their venture and it didn't work out. And she was like, you don't understand like the stability that corporate America gives you. Like you'll, you'll never have that. And, but it's like, it's stability or freedom. You know, it's, it's like, it's, it's like, what would you rather deal with? Um, and like, (laughs) this sounds terrible, but like chasing money is so much more authentic than, looking at somebody you hate working for every day and like being like um yeah i'll do that for you like oh you know it's just it's, that's kind of that's my favorite I'm, word the pandering right uh, just, like just just yeah it's all right so i work currently with a lot of financial advisors um we're getting into working with more asset managers right like the company that you and i worked for mm-hmm. um to do to help them implement more authentic marketing into their business. Because one of the things that I want your opinion on this, and I know where you're going to go with it, but I can't wait to hear it. One of the things that they struggle with is their people don't use social media as a tool to market themselves because either they're, they're muted by the firm or they themselves mm-hmm. feel an insecurity because their boss might be watching and there's, there's, they, they put that authentic self out because 
the latter is watching them. Yeah. Yeah. And what, like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, that, the authenticity piece, um, I mean, that was like literally eroding my soul. Um, I, I mean, like, you know, I, it, you know, you're, you're afraid to even like do personal things on your social media. Um, you know, let alone do anything like, and then like with, with advisory too, um, you know, you're always like have to get stuff put through compliance and everything. And like, like how, how is that in your expression? You know, like how, how then like, then you might as well just write it for us, you know, like in terms of which they do. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, well, then you could buy any of, you know, like then what makes me different than the guy I sit next to and like the guy from the other company that does the same thing that I do. I mean, it's like, it's such a choke. Um, it's, it's, yeah, I, I just, I feel like, yeah, it's, it's stability or authenticity. I mean, you can't, I feel like you, in, in my experience, it's like, you can't, nobody's figured out how to like allow people to do both. Um, especially in industries that are like the big ones, you know, like finance, pharma, it's like, it's so all the regulated stuff. It's like, they regulate you as well. Um, I think you would be super like, I, I don't know. I mean, what your thoughts are in the future but like i feel like you and your personality and what you're about would be a fantastic like you know heart officer head of hr like but at a small place that you had an influence that that like everyone got it like is that something you ever think about i do um i think about that a lot actually um just especially i feel like these times we're in, I feel like everyone is kind of, um, you know, we've had a lot of time to look inward. <laughs> and I think, um, especially with the younger generations, I think you're, you're going to have a hard time keeping companies alive in the way that we are still trying to run them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, it's like, well, who, you know, I, I feel like if you the thing I, I would love to do something like that, but it's like, well, you have to, I would have to be completely honest and you would have to be okay with me doing that. Um, which I'm not sure, you know, it's, it, it would be, it'd be but you're not to opposed see. to that. Like, I mean, you work in the city, right? There's good, there's yeah. hundreds of companies that have 25 employees where you'd have a seat at the table. If the right people approached you, like you're not opposed to something like that. Yeah. It would have to be the right fit for sure. Um, I feel you like know, me saying this makes you uncomfortable. Do you not? This is you're I like mean, I'm out. It, I'm like so picky, you know. Um, and also too, the whole like freedom piece for me. Um, I really can't. I I need to do whatever I. I need to like wake up when I want and like do things on my own terms. It's hard to unsee. It. Um. Oh my god. I I was on a fucking personal own vacation um for the first like year of my corporate departure and i mean i was getting my nails done i was going to lunch i would like meet my friends that were still working at lunch and then they're like what are you gonna do the rest of the day like i'll probably meditate um you know it's like and then i'm like oh shit my money ran out um you know but but you're right i mean like once you like taste it you're just like like I have to figure you're like, it's like an insatiable need for me to like hack this shit and make it work. So, you know, if I ever did go back into like something into like, you know, some kind of corporate environment in some capacity, I feel like it would have to be more of like a consultant basis, you know, like on my own terms. Does what I described to you sound or feel corporate? Yeah, I think so a little bit. 
I think it's needed. Um, I just, I feel like, and also from my personal experience working in HR, I feel like HR needs a complete overhaul. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, because I feel like the people, and I actually, after we worked together, um, well, I don't know if you had left. So I had, when that, at that company, I was in HR when I started and then I moved to sales. Yeah, I left right uh, and around And then there. I moved to operations. So I kind of like bounced all around. Um, yeah. And once I was out of HR, I feel like people actually like wanted to be my friend. Trusted you. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, they, you know, I was the same person the whole time, like, you know, all through. Um, but like HR has a very like Gestapo <laughs> vibe. Um, I mean, especially in like financial sales and stuff. So like, I feel like, I don't know, like you almost need to like, recreate it you know what I mean it's just I feel like it's like the police and I I didn't know that when I was like really young they were like oh HR is the psychology of business and I was like oh I want to help people and then you get in there and you're like these don't they don't want to help anybody you know it's like I mean I feel like like Kelly I mean like we, we definitely wanted to like help people but then like you know, we're at the mercy of other pe of people above us that don't. So it's like, I'll actually go farther than that. I don't, I mean, not to shit on it to all, oh, fuck it. I'll shit on it. Like I, I love shitting on HR. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly think at the top corporate America level, like we worked right in the top five, you know, S and P 500 style companies. Mm -hmm. I think HR strips the human out of everything. Yeah, they do. Um, it's it, called it, human. It, it, like it's not. It, it, resources i mean like just yeah. that word it's like oh well this is the heat the, oh my god i've seen it actually listed as like human capital like i'm like ew yeah. it's so gross <laughs> like they're all on a farm i mean yeah it's i've just seen Matt, so one of the things. cool things i saw recently was you shared a video of you after you left corporate kind of reintroducing yourself to the world yes and it was you but like 15 takes of you saying hi. Yeah. You remember this? Yeah, yeah. Right? All right. So this is fascinating to me because I, I went through the same thing. And I, I think that journey is really interesting. Like you have the stomach to leave, go out on your own, do your own thing, leave that whole shit behind. And then you get there in front of the camera and, and you're still, we're still behaving like we've got to do this acting style, like the I right know. way. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, that that clip that you're talking about, I I was um, I had hired a coach, and you know I I'm very like you know I'm very like spiritual like you know cosmic whatever, and I I was like I wanna I hired this coach, and I was like I want to make money, and she was like, well, what else do you like? Like basically being like, don't do that. And so I kind of like went back and I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll be a career coach um, and try to help people leave corporate. And yeah, I mean, every I was filming videos I had to like for my coaching assignments or whatever, I had to like do these. I was act, I think I posted those videos that I finished. I, I had them on LinkedIn, which I've since blown up my LinkedIn. I don't have LinkedIn anymore. <laughs> Side note. Um, <laughs> we can talk about that, too. Um, but yeah, you can. I, it took me so long to like find my voice, you know, how long? Reach, oh my gosh. Um, at least like a year, year and a half of like going at it. I, I, you know what I mean? Like just like censoring yourself still, like just not letting yeah, go. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it, it was like, my goal was like, I, how do I make my conversations that I have with people 
match how I show up on social media. Like I need to like show up how I talk to my best friend or else I feel like it's going to be inauthentic. Um, and I just, I really, I mean, like I really worked at it for a really long time before I finally, um, like even with stuff I write, like I'm finally at a point where I can go back and be like, not sick of what I posted or wrote, you know, I'm like proud of it. Um, because I know it came from an authentic place, but it took, it took a long time. You mean there's like a, there's a date out there that just, it, it clicked and now you're cool with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it, it was definitely like, a t like I, if I, I go it. back, I'll, I'll find it. Um, but there definitely, there's definitely been like, sh like shifts over time. And I feel like now I'm like, okay, like, even if I change about what I'm talking about, like the person is the same, you know, it's not this like formal, like, meh, you know, I mean that that's, but it's so in your head. I mean, even from like college and school you know like oh i'm presenting i have to like be this i have to be acceptable i have to i can't curse i have to do mm -hmm. this and i'm like well I, f I have the worst potty mouth in the world like that's who i am <laughs> you know i mean look we just hired two people um for our company right so it's okay. me my business partner we hired two people so it was a big deal for us right and i'm and we're still not taking any dollars out of it so it's you know, relying on our spouses to earn that steady income, which is tough. And one of the things we did was a lot of people ask, like, why don't you go after someone who's like 30, 32, pay that person a little bit more, but you get all that back. And my response to like every time, you know, interviewing all these people, like, I can't untrain you. Mm -hmm. I can't spend six months unteaching you what you think is right. I need to get, even though the college graduate doesn't know shit, about business or what needs to be done, at least I can teach them the way that it needs to get yeah. done with us. Like mm -hmm. to your point, untraining that, unwinding oh. that is just a arduous, like. It's an unconditioning really. Um, I mean, to get really like, it, it, you know, it, it's this, it's this way that we survived. I mean, it sounds kind of heavy to say like survival, but it's like, well, that's how you get promoted. You know, you learn how to be this person who everybody, like likes and wants and you're like you're employable oh somebody said that to me once and i was like like when i told them i was going out on my own and they were like well you know you're employable and i was like ew you know but like you, <laughs> what does that even mean <laughs> i don't know um but you know what it, yeah it's it's an unlearning um because it doesn't i think i i, I said this before too um when the only ass you're kissing is like your own, it's, there's no fucking point in trying to like keep pretending. Like it's not gonna, you know, like I was doing those videos and I'm like, who am I trying to impress? Like I'm trying to like build my own business and authentically attract clients. Like why am I still acting like somebody because from corporate America? But it's, a, it's so, it's so, it's all, it's all you know. Aren't we worried though? Isn't that the point we're worried that the people are watching? Yeah, you are. You're worried about, oh, like, I mean, you're worried about, because I do feel like, to go back earlier, of what, like, what people think of you that are still there when you leave. I mean, like, you're worried. You're, they're watching you like a fucking hawk, you know? It's like... Well, they want you to fail. I know, they do. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to say that, but it's, I think it's probably true. No, they do. It's like, <laughs> what's that term? Schadenfreude. It's like um, a German term. It's like everybody loves to, like, it's like why people watch celebrity train wreck stuff what you know? are we drinking like, there uh h2o good all right yeah <laughs> um what else did i want to talk to you about oh someone who is in their in this in their seat listening to this or, or whatever that wants to go out on their own that that believes in this that in in the you know they can't 
put up with the inauthentic self anymore and it's time for them to leave like what 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 would you tell them um i mean so the one the one thing i wish that somebody would have told me is that it's not necessarily going to be easy um there are a lot i mean i before i left and there's plenty of coaches and you know, influencers and everything. I mean, you turn on social media, you see somebody like, Oh, I'm in Bali. I make like, I make 20 K a month. And you know, I all do this from my whatever. And like, you never hear the person's backstory. And I never, you know, I just saw that life. And I was like, that's like, I'm, I'm, I'm smart. I'm hardworking. Like I'll be able to get there. No fucking problem. Like, you know, and, and I wasted time. I burned so much money trying to like hire people to like get me there when honestly the, the most uh, valuable thing that I had to do was just sit on my fucking ass and get to know myself. Um, so I mean, I feel like you, when you know, you know, when you know, you're ready to go, you're ready to go. Um, and I, you know, would I advise people to take out a giant ass personal loan? Absolutely not. But (laughs) don't I mean you also can't fight your soul when you know it's time to go so you know and and like you have to kind of drop your ego a little bit too like I feel like I'm at the point now where like this is the other thing like speaking of unlearning if you you need if what's most important to you is freedom and getting out of like the corporate rat race like be okay with doing something that's not like glamorous until you figure it out you know like the realistic advice is you're not going to like go from leaving your job to like instantly like living the life of your dreams. Like there's, there's a period of like growth and unlearning and like, just be okay with, um, you know, like believe in yourself enough to like be scrappy enough and like drop your ego enough to know that like you'll eventually get out of it. And the time is temporary, but like everybody goes through that time. Like, do you think everybody could do it? Um, I mean, you have to really want it. You know, like, I think there's people who, like, dance around it because they're just, like, but, I mean, you have to really want it. You have to, like, in your heart, you have to, like, that's what you want. Um, and I think it's a certain kind of person uh, that, that wants that, you know, um, because it's hard. And it, it's it's not for everyone. Um, you know, I w- there are some people that can do the corporate thing and be happy. And, you know, for them, if they're unhappy, it may be because they need to like change their industry or change department, or maybe their boss is just a creep. You know what I mean? Like, so I really think you have to kind of sit with yourself and like, like really know, like, just be sure that that's what you want before you go down it. I mean, not to say that you can't make a mistake and like fix it, but you know, like really make sure that that's what you want to do. Would you have done anything different? I always think about this and I don't, I mean, I I feel like when I got to the point where I like left, I was like, there's nothing, like I have to get the fuck out of here. I wish I would have had somebody that was more realistic with me about like, Hey, heads up, like so happy you're going to do this it's eventually going to be like amazing, but it's going to be hard. Cause I really just, I was so, what would that have so done for like, you though? Like re- realistically, like when, when you're at that breaking uh, point and you're just done, you're sitting on the bathroom floor crying. Like what, what is a, a, a reasonable voice going to do for you at that point? I, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, it's so hard to say. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I wish I didn't have anybody that was really like championing, champing, championing. I can't even say it. Rooting for me. It's a hard um, word. Championing. Yeah, champ- <laughs> champion. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really have anybody that was rooting for me. You know, I didn't have anybody that I wish I would have had more of a, a mentor. You know, I wish I would have had somebody like just by my side that was just like there for me. Um, because I really, you know, I've since found people that are on this path also. And, um, you know, it took me a while to find them. But like, at first, it was like, super lonely. You know, I was the only one really doing it out of my friends, um, my family. They still look at me like I'm a fucking crazy ass nutbag. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, and I am. But, but like, you know, I just I wish I would have had more of like a pal. Like, you know, I tried coaches and they just it wasn't the same. Yeah. You know? Um, I just, I guess that's really what I, I wish I would have had more of a mentor. Um, to now, what about, family. like, I think of, for me, I, I think a lot about, like, one of the only regrets that I have is maybe not capitalizing on it sooner. Like, not jumping earlier to give myself more time. Yeah. But then I wonder, is, like, is that experience necessary to actually do something on your own? Um, I think for me it was. Like I said, I knew like pretty soon after I started, I was just like this, I hate this. But you picked up a lot in a decade or however long, right? Yeah. And that stuff yeah. builds and shapes you. It does. I mean, even like as a person, just like take all the job skill bullshit aside, um, the interpersonal shit that you deal with. I mean, you get your ass kicked by just terrible people. Um I mean, I certainly You know did. how to read a room. You know the the nonverbal cues. You pick up mm-hmm. on all that stuff, which, frankly, mm-hmm. if you go out on your own outside of college, you, you I don't know. I mean, I don't know if there's a right or wrong way. I'm just saying that I do think the experience of experiencing it has some value. Yeah. No, it does. It totally does, for sure. Um, your family thinks you're a nutbag. <laughs> I think that's, like, a strong way of, like... I, I think <laughs> you said it. I know. I mean, I'm like definitely a black sheep type of person. Um, my dad, I mean, my dad is not, he, he left. So he left, he quit his company, his corporate job that he was there forever. Um, in 2006 to, he bought the business that I'm now at. And so, I mean, the, the entrepreneurial like DNA, I think is in me from him. Um, but I mean, I'm so brazen about it. I mean, that man, like, had a plan you know he had like he had a plan before he jumped ship um you know it wasn't just like me I'm like I fucking I'm crying on a bathroom floor I gotta get out of here I mean mean, in that I think that but I always was that kind of kid you know I'm always like so I'm like I'm gonna do whatever I want so sometimes they're like oh you know I'm the only person in my family that's really like that (laughs) all right Uh, the last real question I have for you is I brought up a situation in which there's a 20 person, 25 person company that needs someone like you with a spirit, with energy to come in and be in charge of something there that, that has some meaning to it, whether that's HR or whatever it is. And you kind of look at that as like eh, corporate, right? What about if you start your own thing and it becomes 20 people? Yeah. Well, so I, it would have to be the the cause and the company would have to be something I am like very much behind. Um, but it would be right because you so, build. Yes. Let's just say you build yes. this. You yeah. build something. You have to hire, hire, hire. Suddenly, mm-hmm. it's twenty thirty, and we look back, and you've got 
30 employees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, are you sold out at that point? Or are you? No, no, because I would make sure that I would find a way to run it um, so that everybody that works for me has a life, um, can live on their own terms. I would, I mean, I see it now with, you know, like freelancing and stuff. And it's such a great, you know, it, it, like the freedom piece there. Um, I would really make sure that no one is losing out on life because they're doing work for me. Um, I just would build it. That would be like my core thing. Like um, built out of love this whole thing. Yeah, totally. 100%. Um, you know, I think if you hire the right people and they're excited, um, they're going to do their work. Like why? I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't, you know, babysit people, you know, it just, I would never, you know, I would build it with the, the people taking care of them in mind. Um, because that that's just number one. Yeah, I agree. Um, give me your plug for your book. So it's called Rude Awakening, a mixtape. Uh, it is. So I had kept a playlist uh, from really like right before I quit my job. I went through like a whole spiritual journey as well um, that kind of led me to quit and then, you know, explore myself and, you know, go on that kind of journey. Um, and so the book is in a playlist kind of format. So each chapter is a, the title is a song of a, a song that inspired my journey. And every chapter is a story. Um, you know, my whole corporate journey is in there. Um, it's pretty raw. The whole book is raw. It's unfiltered. Um, it has every, it has stories about, um, you know, how I met my husband and, you know, our story, uh, my dating history which was like a hot mess dumpster fire. Um, I, you know, I talk about that and how like I evolved and grew and got married. Um, you know, my corporate stuff. Um, I talk a lot about authenticity. Uh, you know, I just kind of go all over the place with things that I learned. Um, and there's some poetry in there as well. Uh, so it's really fun. I'm super proud of it. Uh, it's fun to read. Everybody that reads it, they're like done it in like a day. Um, so it's an easy read. I think, you know, for anybody who is kind of on, uh, you know, that path of self-development uh, with a spiritual twist, um, you know, it gets kind of weird. I did also have a pretty like spontaneous <laughs> awakening experience, which was like pretty nutty. Um, I pretty much like tripped out, uh, but I was completely sober and I had to like walk out of the office. And there's this whole story about like what happened to me and how like I got all of this clarity um, so that's in there. I mean, it's a mixed bag full of stories about my journey. Uh, and it's like pretty raw and unfiltered and you can get it on Amazon. Um, I love it. We'll link it, yeah, we'll link it in the totally. podcast, in the video. Yeah. Cool. Um, what else did I want to ask you? I had something else. Oh, all right. This was one you, we had a brief back and forth on Instagram, like a year ago when you were probably compiling some of this mixtape stuff talking mm -hmm. about, the lyrics of some of these songs nowadays being so over the top. Oh yeah. Okay. Now when I hear one of my favorite stations on Sirius is the, you know, the fly station, the station from when I was in high school. Right. I can't help but think of that conversation every <laughs> single time, almost every single song comes on because I think we misremember Oh yeah. Oh, Those songs. <laughs> you know, I know. I'm always like, oh my God, Cardi B, blah, blah, blah. And then like, 
the other day lollipop comes on and you're like oh. well i posted my favorite like one of my favorite images in my mind is little kim's like purple outfit with her like boob out and i'm like why do i like that and i i you know i think it's all gone to hell since then i mean it's been it's been it's been hell for a while yeah i guess we're getting old that's not good yeah oh, i know i know it, it is it is pushing the envelope like more than it than it did but it always was pushing it it's been pushing it for a long time. All right, fair enough. Um, good shit. You're look. You're you're just one of those people that like you come into a room, the room lights up. So oh, thank you. You're welcome. It's it's just um, you know it's been a long time since uh, yeah. we've talked. So um, I was glad to catch up with you tonight. I know this is so good. Thank you, Nat. Um, yeah, I'll... sure. Anything else? No, I mean. This is so corny, but like, if you're think, if anybody's thinking about, you know, taking a leap, um, you know, you can do it. You know, don't let things scare you out of it. Um, don't let other people tell you you can't. You know, I mean, if it's in your soul to like go try something out, I mean, it's your, it's again, it's so cliche, but like, we're all gonna die. You know what I'm, I mean? I'm like, with you there. Like the regret I, I, of like, not trying. You? Yeah. Um, you know, you get one shot at this. Uh, if you if you fuck up and, you know, you make mistakes, like, it's so much better than just sitting in your cubicle, like, wondering what it would be like if you tried. You know what I mean? Like, so go do it. I'm That's with you. what I leave you with. <laughs> I love it. Oh, um, writing for anyone who needs writing help. Yeah, I am. I, I do writing right now. My main client, I do writing for a podcast management company, um, which has been awesome. Uh, I write for like a whole bunch of different niches. I do like their blogs and um, show notes and stuff like that. Um, so if anybody needs any help with that kind of stuff, I, I'm for hire. Um, you know, Where do you I want me to do... send people for that? Like, do you have um, a website or you your can, email address or yep. something? So my website is natalywindelfell.com. Um, there's a contact form there, uh, but my email address, which I did not change to update my married name to, um, it's just natalywindel at gmail.com. You can get in touch with me there. Um, you know, I write, I can write about um, a lot of different things. I'm definitely into creative writing as well. So if anybody needs help, even if it's just like ideas um, for your own content and things like that, I, I would love to help. Good shit. I love it, Nat. Cool. That's all I got. All right. Yeah. Sweet. We're done. Okay. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. That means the world to me. I hope that this episode brought you value. I hope that this podcast brings you value. And if it does, please leave me a rating. That would mean the world to me. It lets me know that I'm on the right track and I'm, I'm having conversations and dialogue and, and bringing content to you guys that helps. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Talk soon.